Hi, I'm Rachna. I'm Natalie. And I'm Christy. And welcome to the Triage Podcast. Welcome back to the triage. I'm one of your hosts, Rachna. I'm sorry I've been missing from the last few episodes. I was studying for my boards, but I'm so excited to be back. We're here today with Alexa. She just wrote her first book, The Power to Persevere, and she actually reached out to us over Instagram. So we're so excited to have her today. Alexa, would you like to introduce yourself, talk a little bit about yourself? Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me on, first of all. This is so exciting. Um, hello to all the listeners. <laughs> yeah, sure. I can get into it. So I am a recent college graduate. Yay. Just graduated during the pandemic 2020. Um, but I'm also an author. I'm an artist and I am an entrepreneur too. So all these fun little things that are going on in my life. Um, you know, now just getting ready to go into the real world and adjusting and finishing up some book stuff. And we'll see what happens next. But yeah, that's a little background about me. (laughs) Congratulations on graduating. That's so exciting. Thank you. I know. So exciting. Kind of of crazy, actually, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so we know a lot of the inspiration for your book, Power to Persevere, came from Mm -hmm. a lot of your own personal experiences with sickness. So could you talk a little bit about um, what you were diagnosed with and what kind of the process of realizing you were sick with something was? Yeah, so in Power to Persevere, um, inspiring stories to help you get through challenging moments, that's like the full title. I actually open up about my cancer journey. Um, When I was 19 years old, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a type of blood cancer that affects the lymphatic system. And during this time of diagnosis, you know, it was a very difficult time for me. I was just a teenager. And just a few days after I turned 20, I started my first round of chemo, all these different procedures and surgeries done. And it, it was a really, really difficult time. Um, and I didn't really know much about life at the time. You know, like you're, you're a young adult trying to adjust school, trying to understand who you are, what, what do you want to do for your career? And then you're hit with this crazy sudden diagnosis. Um, and you start to question, like, what's the purpose of my life? Why is this happening my life. And those are the things that I was questioning. And, you know, throughout the whole entire process of going through chemo and and totally watching my body change before my eyes, feeling it deteriorate, you know, I kind of switched on this different muscle within me. And that was a muscle of faith and of spirituality. When everything else was taken from me, I just really felt called to God, to, to this other higher force. And, um, I really got in touch with myself, with, with whatever other higher power that was out there. And I started to learn different ways on how I should be healing, how I can be taking my life into my own hands by my thoughts. And, um, you know, although I couldn't do a lot of 
the usual activities that I was when I was uh, a teenager slash if I was still a normal college student, you know, I had to develop different ways of going about life. And, and that's kind of what really helped motivate me and inspire me to write this book. I knew that there were so many other people out there going through similar experiences, whether it's cancer or some of the other topics that I talk about in my book, like homelessness, um, limb loss, I also talk about some other cancer patients, whether they've lost a parent at a young age, whether they're suffering through anxiety or depression, if they have a chronic illness, you know, we're all going through something, but there was no one that I could really relate to. Um, so that just really helps me push myself to write this book, to open up about my story, to become vulnerable, to give this sense of community and hope for others to know that, you know what, Although my experience is different from yours, look, all of these themes within the book kind of parallel to each other. And with the power, like we have the power within us to persevere. So that's kind of where all this stems into place. And FYI, I am in remission. I've been healthy for um, almost now three years, which is really cool. I had my two-year scans right before the pandemic. So I'm like, two and a half years out of treatment. Um, so I'm just living life now and, and just processing the beauty of it all. I was literally just about to say that is so beautiful and, and that's so wonderful that you're in remission. We're so happy that you're healthy and that you're doing well. And that was so powerful, um, you sharing like your thought process about creating the book and wow, like I'm a little speechless. Like that was really amazing. Me too. <laughs> It's actually so crazy to think about your diagnosis and everything that you've been through these past few years, because, you know, when we're young, we think we're invincible. We think that mm -hmm. nothing like this could ever happen to us. So it's really humbling to hear from you what your process of going through the illness was. Yeah, it was really, really tough. You really do think you're invincible. And when I was diagnosed, I kind of thought like it was a joke. Like, you have to be kidding me. I'm the healthiest person that I know. How could I have cancer? You know, but things happen to us for a reason. And we have to accept that we have to accept the battles that were given. And it wasn't easy whatsoever. Um, it was a huge, huge, huge life adjustment. Um, before the diagnosis, I actually was experiencing some symptoms that I didn't know were related to the illness itself. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, my whole entire sophomore year of school, I wasn't feeling well. And it wasn't until um, second semester of my sophomore year of college that I had this huge lymph node pop up above my collarbone. And that was kind of the pivotal events that marked, okay, like there's something wrong with you. And uh, I went to a bunch of doctors too and had all these tests and everything kept coming back negative. So it wasn't until I actually had to get a biopsy and get the whole entire mass removed. Well, we actually found out there were three masses that came out in the biopsy um, that I had my diagnosis. And that was the week before syllabus week. So syllabus week, I don't know if you call it the same at Rutgers where you girls went, it was just like the first week of classes. So the first week of what was supposed to be my junior year of college, I was diagnosed. So it's just crazy how it all happened too, like the timing. And then I ended chemotherapy in January. So it's like new year, new me. <laughs> um, yeah. So just like the little things about it were just, I feel like it was all supposed to happen at the time 
it was meant to happen. Definitely. And you talking about how um, you've now looking back, you did have symptoms, but you didn't realize at the time. I feel like when you're in college or you're around that age, everyone's always sick to some extent. Like that's kind of the culture. And it's kind of like the big joke of college is that everyone's um, together. And if you're in the dorms, it's like, and especially at an old university, everyone's always sick and no one really takes it seriously. Um, and wait times at clinics at, at schools are astronomical. And so it's a really good lesson, um, that we should all, you know, even though sometimes, um, you know, things aren't serious. Sometimes people do have a common cold. Um, some things, it is good to just check in on yourself. And if you are feeling sick, you know, get some, get some opinions or get checked out. Um, and um, it, unfortunately, like the story you have about getting a bunch of tests and having to go from doctor to doctor, that's something that is so common in the healthcare system. And that's definitely part of why we started this podcast and why we're also passionate about healthcare is that, um, you know, there's so much, there's so, it's so draining to even just get a diagnosis. And then after that, you have to actually experience being sick. Um, And so that process can definitely be improved. So thank you for opening up about that. And, you know, during that process, like what was your support system like? Um, Because you sound like an extremely strong person with um, an amazing outlook on life, but of course, stuff like this does get you down um, sometimes. And, you know, what, what was that support system like for you, whether it be, you know, your friends, family, and even just your healthcare team helping you out? Yeah, I mean, healthcare team is awesome. Um, pretty supportive. Um, friends and family, that's where <laughs> got a little funky, <laughs> honestly. Really? Um, so, yeah, I mean, in the beginning of it all, like, it was really hard for my parents to talk about it or my family in general. Like my mom wanted me to not even tell my grandma. I'm like, are you serious? So it was really difficult opening up to family. A lot of the family, my family members knew that I was going under um, a procedure and they're like, what's going on? And it was just really hard for everyone else to come to terms with reality. Um, But I have to say, like, once we started to open up about it, the support system from my family was beyond beautiful like the things that people were doing going above and beyond just to like make sure that I was okay like even like some of my friends too um a lot of people surprised me in both a negative and positive way um I gained amazing friends beautiful friends through this that just came to my life just at the time I needed um and I made room for them by letting go of some other friendships um some of my best friends I'm telling you like best friends they were like sisters to me they just they weren't there for me they didn't even ask me how I was doing they didn't check in and that was really really hurtful at the time but now looking back on it two things I think blessing in disguise maybe those people weren't meant to be in my life or perhaps they were meant to be in my life for a short period of time the time that I needed them um and then the second thing is you know like maybe they just they didn't know how to communicate so you have to forgive um but you know when when you start to make room for other people um like the good people will come and you have to really remember to cherish those good times um that you're having it can be like the smallest thing too it can be um, like my mother and I would 
get donuts after my treatment. Like just like a little tiny celebration, you know? Um, or, or like my friends sent me books in the mail. Um, and I came home for, after one of my treatments to a huge box of books. And that was actually um, the first time I kind of said like, oh, like one day I'm going to have a book in a box like this. Like I'm a, like the book that I wrote is going to be in a box like this to someone else. Just like funny. Um, but I can't believe they've turned into reality. Yeah, but it's just like the small things. And, you know, if people aren't there for you, if like you're listening to this and you're going through something, know that there's room for another person to come in. And you're just going to have to like maybe let that relationship go. Maybe for the meantime, maybe for a lifetime, but, you know, make peace with it. That's really important advice. Thank you. And I'm sorry that you experienced that with um, your friends, but like you said, like forgiving is extremely an extremely powerful tool that I think you are very mature <laughs> for um, expressing that. I think that's really a wonderful thing. Um, and I really loved what you said about talking about um, seeing your book in a box, like seeing your own book in the box. Um, that is so. Oh my gosh, that just gave me chills. Like that is so like cool. And we're, um, we're going to transition to talking about that right now. So you did mention um, Power to Persevere, Inspiring Stories to Help You Get Through Challenging Moments, your book. You did mention it a little bit in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, but do you want to um, a little bit expand on, like, when, like, when, like, if you could think of, like, you thought of the moment when you kind of thought of you wanted to write a book. Like, when did it hit you that you wanted to write? this book like this incredible book yeah i mean throughout treatment my friends would always joke around with me oh alexa you need to write a book like this wisdom that you have where did it come from and i would joke around back and say yeah right okay sure i'm gonna write a book but you know throughout treatment i was reading a lot of books they were helping transform my life and i was journaling a lot too about my experience about the things that i was learning along the way um and then i just after treatment i had this dream um that i was in front of a stage speaking to people about my story and like it like that thought like, just wasn't going away. And then the next day, um, I took a shower and it was so weird. The numbers 777 were written across my mirror and supposedly like 777 is your garden angel trying to tell you that like you're on the right path. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like I thought maybe someone came into the bathroom and I would hear them and they just wrote something in the mirror by accident I don't even know but this was so strange to me but also like so welcoming and warming to my heart um so I just like continued on my path continued on my way um and then um a few months later I started school again which was exciting um I wasn't even a year out of treatment I'm starting school like trusting that this is where I'm supposed to be um and this like book idea just kept coming into my head and it wouldn't stop. <laughs> and um, I didn't even know how to write a book or anything. How, how to, I don't know how the process worked. I just met someone who introduced me to her publisher. And next thing you know, I was writing a book. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And I started writing it in like January, February, March-ish of 
2019, so last year, wow. <laughs> and it was also published last year too in December. Um, but it was a really like interesting process and I wrote it all in school too. So I wrote half of my junior year of school, I wrote it in the summer going into my senior year and then I finished everything up my senior year and um, actually finished recording my audiobook, which will be out in September. <laughs> um, last month so it's just really cool the whole entire process I've learned so much like I said um about like the publishing world about myself the things that I could achieve not realizing that uh, like there's there's so much strength and courage that came out of me like I didn't know I even had this in me to just like write and and have this determination to complete this project and there are so many times where I wanted to stop and quit I'm like no Alexa like the purpose of you writing this is to help other people, like keep the ends in mind, you know, like um, this, the, the highly, the seven habits of highly effective people are really one of the points was keep the ends in mind. Do you know which book I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, keep the end in mind. I was like, nope, I'm writing this because I felt called to share my story and help others. That's what I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to keep, keep it on track. Um, and yeah, I just pushed through and published. And I think it's so cool. I actually have a copy in front of me right now on my bookshelf. Like, it's just amazing to see your work in a tangible form. And that's like with anything in life too. Like even with my art, I have some paintings above my desk too right now. And it's just so cool to see this thing that came from your head, just an idea out in the world in a tangible form. Yeah, I definitely commend you for that, for making your idea actually manifest into reality because a lot of people have all these ideas about projects and different things that they wanna do, but they never come to actually end up doing it. So, and it's also crazy that you wrote that during your senior year, you just made everything happen all at once. So that's incredible. It was insane. Like the whole entire process. I don't even know how I did it. Like, I don't know how I was able to maintain school <laughs> and research and interviewing. It was a lot, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, have, it's just a piece of work. It's like, whatever, like, you know, anyone can do it. And people ask me too, like, do you see yourself differently? I'm like, no, I don't see anything different. It's just like, it's just a cool project. So I encourage anyone to like, if you're interested, go for it. Yeah. Um, you talked a little bit about how you interviewed a lot of people for this book. How did you meet all these people that you were able to interview? They just came into my life. I, like, it's so weird to say. But that's how it happened. Either I saw them in a post, um, someone told me about them. Everyone just came into my life somehow or heard their name. And I just reached out, simply just reached out and asked if I can interview them. And that's how it happened. So there were some people that I knew, some people I knew of, strangers, um, acquaintances, like anyone that came into my life at the time that I, I was writing was interviewed and put in the book and uh someone was anonymous too so that's okay like I, f I went with it like, okay you don't want to put your name out there that's totally fine but I love your story so we're gonna commit to this <laughs> and um yeah I mean I feel like it was also kind of like God's work like wh wh whomever he wanted to be in the book was in the book and that's how it happens
I think we're just all awestruck. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> that's why I think we're all just like processing this because it's so like that's that's so beautiful and true. And um, and talking about how it kind of just fell into your lap, almost like this the idea for the book and like like the contents of the book. I think we could definitely connect with that with the triage because um, we've been friends for three or four years before we kind of sat down and Christy came to us with this idea to to share people's stories through podcasting. Um, and then the same thing, like we met you um, through this incredible like avenue and we've just met different people like dedicated to the similar cause that we're like that we're um, creating. Uh, Rachna mentioned in the beginning that we've been on a podcast before to be interviewed, which was a really interesting experience. So we could definitely connect with like the power of telling, of giving a platform for somebody else's story. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what you're doing with your book. And that's really, really important. Yeah. The more people who share their experiences, the more together and one we feel, you know, it's like, we're not alone. Exactly. We're all going exactly. through something, but let's learn from each other. Yes. No, exactly. I love that. And um, even just going a little deeper into your book. So the introduction to your book, um, it's kind of like a, outlining your consciousness after surgery and thinking about all of the checklists you have that are now unneeded, school fading away. Um, and a lot of people are feeling moments similar to this right now with mm -hmm. COVID-19, the economic crisis, a lot of the human rights issues in our country and in our world. People are having that same, um, that same vision in their head of their plans just e evaporating. Um, so I'm sure your, your book is full of advice like this, um, but what is some advice you have for some people for getting through uncertainty like this, whether it be with a diagnosis or losing a job or anything like that? It's so much easier said than done. It's like so much easier said than done, but just trust it. Because at the end of the day, we're all going to face challenges but it's what we learn from those challenges that are gonna shape us and put us on the right path. And, you know, I actually, I had to drop out of school for a whole entire year. I had to transfer schools after treatment to be closer to home because I just didn't feel comfortable being so far away. Um, so there were a lot of changes for me too and a lot of uncertainty, but I trusted it. And I made sure that I also engaged in meditation and prayer. Those are two really big things, too, I would suggest. Um, and I made sure I also knew who I was and I stayed true to myself. I stayed true to my values and my core beliefs um, to just help me structure myself and get myself up every day. But now looking back on those past two years of being in a new environment, like a new school environment, I met so many different people that I would have never met before if it wasn't for that. I was invited to so many different events that I would have never been exposed to if it wasn't for me transferring. Like so many things happened to me in those past two years that have really broadened my, my, I guess, like my whole entire life, my, my thoughts, my beliefs. And like now I'm able to go forward in life and trust what's going on. You know, I mean, me too. I'm trying to look for a job right now. Like I can't wait to get into the workforce. I'm so excited, but it's not the same. And it's been difficult too. Um, but 
you know, I have to trust that whatever happens, you know, whether it's getting these offers or getting rejections, it's good. Like everything is happening for a reason and I have to trust it. And, you know, I just don't compare yourself also to anyone else. Don't compare yourself to anyone else's journey. Just stay on your path and just trust it. Stay humble. Journal. Journaling is a really big one. And even like during this time, speak to a mental health professional. You know, it's, it's a really, really, really intense time we're all going through with everything that you said, those three really important topics of conversation, you know, just make sure that you're getting the help that you need. You're not alone. There's a lot of other people experiencing the same thing. Just try to fill yourself up with positivity, um, wisdom, and faith. I guess that's my main takeaway. (laughs) We are huge advocates for mental health on this platform. So we 100%, I think I get to speak for three of us when I could say we 100% agree with that, um, with those sentiments. And um, you actually mentioned looking forward and talking about um, applying different jobs. And we just wanted to ask, um, so what's next? Like you have this incredible, um, your website is very strong and you, you break down like all your different interests from your art to your book, talking about um, just also you have like a blog component, which is, oh, I love blogs. So um, <laughs> it's very, it's like very um, expansive. So what is like, what is next for you? Like what are some of your goals? I really don't even know what's next anymore. <laughs> Just because like I did have all these plans too, but then, you know, the pandemic hit and a lot of things changed. I think things are changing for the right reasons. Um, I'm starting to really understand where I want to be in the world. Um, I know that deep down inside, I'm meant to help people and I'm meant to help inspire people. Um, but that can be on the side too. Just like doing little side projects like this. Um, I'm, I'm just really still discovering myself. I'm still really young, um, but I would love to just continue to be in an environment that's going to impact and enlighten and help. Um, whether it's in, I, I mean, I really don't even know anymore. <laughs> this is so weird to say, but there's been so many changes that have happened this past month um, with myself too, like a lot of enlightenment that I'm just going to like see what happens. I'm just going to put it out there and see. And actually it's really weird too. I'm like, I'm not really, I've never really said this too, but like I've been more like private lately too. I, I'm just taking a step back, not putting too much out there. Um, even like with social media, I'm just, I'm taking this time for me. And I think we really need to do that too in general. I think people need to just, take a step back, take a break, and just really hone in on themselves and and see exactly what they want from life. Because there's so many distractions out there, and it can distract you and defer you from where you're actually meant to be. You might have those dreams within you, but, you know, when you're seeing everyone else's dreams, that might confuse you. So, um, yeah, just we'll, we'll see what ends up happening, but always here to help inspire. (laughs) I'm working on a few other independent projects right now, which is pretty cool, but main focus is just being, let's just say that I'm just being right now. (laughs) No, I really like that because 
we do get caught up in the day-to-day with social media sometimes and doing things for yourself is like so fulfilling and so important and you mentioned some of your upcoming projects which I know I'm personally excited to see (laughs) um, the result of those so where can our listeners find you and follow your journey where can they purchase your book and look out for the audiobook as well yeah sure so you can find me on instagram at alexa cuc and you can also find my book on amazon and i'm still working with my publisher on like i'm actually doing a hardcover too and audio i think the audio book will be an audible um but you're just gonna have to you know, follow along to see where everything ends up. We're in the works. We're in the works. <laughs> I think we're all excited to see where you end up going. I mean, you just seem to have grown so much from all the experiences that you've had in the past. And we can just tell by talking to you that whatever you end up doing is just going to end up being incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a journey to say the least. So many things that I've learned, but... We'll see. We'll see what happens next for sure. It's, it's going to be exciting though. <laughs> We're all very excited to be along with you for that journey. Thank you so much, Alexa, for coming on and interviewing with us today. We're going to try to link to her book Instagram in our bio so that you guys can check it out. But with that, I think we are done. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for having me.